When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Dr. Raj podcast with Dr. Raj Dasgupta, a show all about educating patients, students, and aspiring doctors about better patient care. Dr. Raj is a quadruple board certified physician and associate professor at the University of Southern California. He was a co-host of the TNT series, Chasing the Cure with Ann Curry, as well as a regular on the TV show, The Doctors. And now, here's our show. Hi, and welcome to the Dr. Raj podcast. And for those who don't know, what is this a podcast of? It's a podcast of happiness and wellness and amazing stories. And I got to tell you, I am pumped up for today's episode. You know why? Because I didn't come up with this episode. My daughter did. So... I was just blown out of the water, you know? So my daughter has a sibling, a brother, my son, and he has autism. So she knows I do all these podcasts. So she's like, hey, dad, let's do an episode where I tell other, you know, brothers and sisters who have someone with autism, what's it like? And, you know, I want to give some tips. I'm like, are you serious? Where did you come up with this? This is amazing, you know? So today's guest is going to be my daughter, Mina. And you know how the routine is. I kind of read my the bio of my guest. She doesn't have a bio per se. So I'm just going to kind of go from the heart on this. And I just want to let Mina know, and she's right next to me, I'm staring at her, that I'm so proud of you. And it's really not just because of the grades. You know, yeah, she does amazing in school. But it's because she had to grow up so fast. And, you know, you're already thinking, what do you mean? You know, she has two grandparents. One of them passed away early in life. The other has Alzheimer's dementia. Her brother has autism. That's not easy. I didn't have to grow up with that. And she had to learn things at such a young age. So I just almost want to start tearing up and hugging her right now. She's that amazing. But She's positive. She's happy. She brings a ton of joy to our family. She's athletic. She makes me laugh. I think she's funny. But we share a lot in common. You know, she's my first. And I always wanted someone who's kind of like not just the best daughter, but someone I like to share things with, like Star Wars and Avengers. We both love candy. That's why the dentist hates both of us. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) We love basketball. And with that being said, let me introduce you. Mina, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm also very nervous. (laughs) You are. Thank you for doing it. (laughs) Um, So how old are you? What grade are you in school? I'm nine years old and I'm in fourth grade. What is your favorite subject in school right now? What do you like to learn? Well, I love just running around in PE. I love doing all the fun things. But I I really love writing and language arts. Oh, nice. Now, PE. 
I don't, when I was growing up, they had a game called Dodgeball. Do you guys mm-hmm. still play Dodgeball? Not really, but I know what it is and I love it. I remember like it's this game where they, they hurl these balls at you and you get smacked in the head and they get called out. So they don't do that anymore? No. You're missing out. <laughs> so um, you said language and art. So what a mature answer. What 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 is what subjects are language and arts? I didn't see that on your report card. <laughs> It's language arts, not language and arts. So is that reading and writing? Yes. It's like reading, writing, and reading comprehension. You know, your dad stunk at those things. That's not good with me. I always thought you were a math person. Why didn't you pick math? Well, math is fun, but I think I'm better at language arts, and I think it's more fun. Can can I say something? You know, a lot of people listen to my podcast or medical students and people want to go into the medical profession. That's what you got to be really good at. I'm telling you, I, I was weak in that, but I think what we call the humanities and reading comprehension, that's amazing. So, hey, Mina, keep up the good work <laughs> with that. And with that being said, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want, I have two things I want to be. Okay. I either want to be a spokesperson like Malala Yosefi for women's rights. Wait a minute. You, you mean she's amazing. Mm-hmm. How did you learn about her? My mom buys all these books for me, so I, I read them, and I learned about her. She is an amazing person. She definitely stood up for what she believed in. Yeah. I think she's yeah. a great role model. And one more thing. I also, Tell me. I might also want to be a doctor. Now, are you just saying that because we're doing this podcast together? No. All right. So what, what makes you think you want to be a doctor, and what kind of doctor do you want to be? What makes you want to be a doctor? It just sounds fun, and I, it, I want to really help people. Okay. You do know your mom and dad are doctors, right? Yes. So mom is a joint doctor. They call that a rheumatologist. And your dad, I mean, he kind of likes the lungs and hanging out in what I call the, the medical intensive care unit. Which one do you want to be? Mm, I don't know if I want to be either. <laughs> what, what, what organ system are you all about? Are you more like a heart doctor or something? I'm not quite sure yet. That's a good answer. So, you, But you like the concept of doctor, but you don't know... Okay. All right. I, I can buy that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to push that issue. I'm just really happy, man. So let's talk about sports. Mm-hmm. You do like sports, right? I love sports. I play tennis and basketball. Nice. Um, let's talk about tennis. Did you ever get a chance to meet anyone famous in the tennis world? You know, I did. I met Naomi Osaka. Yeah. And she's your favorite, right? Yes. She is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. How was it meeting her? It was super fun. And I got to ask her a question. Wait a minute. So wasn't there like tons and tons of people there? Yes. So did you get to go up and ask her a question? Yes. We tell me nervous. I was deaf. Part of me was nervous, but most of me, I was really excited. And what did you ask her? I asked her, what, what was your favorite part in tennis? And do you remember her answer? I'm kind of curious. Yes. She said when she played her sister when she beat her. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I thought she was going to say one of her many trophies that she got winning these big competitions. But how about tennis itself? What, what is your favorite part about tennis? Is it the competition? Is it serving? What, what is I, it? I have two things. I like like the competition part. I think it's fun. And I love serving. Are you good at serving? Yeah. I don't get a chance to go to your practices, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Now, basketball. Now, opposite, tennis is more of a one-on-one thing, you know, basketball, team sport. Um, what do you like about basketball? I like the fact it's just 
fun that you get to dribble the ball and shoot and like but shooting's not my favorite part don't worry shooting's not dad's favorite part too it's pretty hard i want to be a point guard nice um is it because you like to like get those assists and make other people better Part of it. Part of it. Part of it. But that, maybe that's why you want to be a doctor to help others. That's what the point guard does. <laughs> and but I also want. I love dribbling, and my dad says I have good hand-eye coordination. Oh my! You do have good hand-eye coordination. I am very impressed with that. So, who's your favorite basketball player? I think it's Kobe Bryant. Wait, it's not Dad Descupta. <laughs> <laughs> now it doesn't hurt my feelings, but I, I, I kind of thought it was Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's a pretty good player. But pretty good? Pretty good. <laughs> okay. But I think I prefer Kobe Bryant. You know what? I love Kobe too. He's but amazing. It's not LeBron James because I think he's kind of a show off. <laughs> and he copied Michael Jordan's number. Oh, the 23. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even remember how many numbers he had. But but we do love LeBron though, right? Mm-hmm. Because right now he's a what? He's a Laker, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what about... um? Music. Let's kind of switch gears a little bit. I um, play the violin, and I know Dad loves rock music. <laughs> Dad does love rock music. So, <laughs> with that being said, if Dad loves rock music, why didn't you pick up drums or guitar? I think drums are too loud. Guitar's <laughs> too big. And when the people came to our school and played for us, mm-hmm. violin just sounded beautiful. It is beautiful, and I do hear you playing a little bit um i was really impressed you know why didn't you pick the piano because mom loves the piano (laughs) well i still kind of play the piano but i don't take lessons on it it's just something about it it wasn't my favorite you know what i I love is is mom trying to teach you a little cold play yes (laughs) i I hear a little cold play in the background little clocks (laughs) I, i love it um but i i think the violin is just amazing are ready to switch gears a little bit to something different? Sure. I think the audience knows who you are now. <laughs> so how many brothers and sisters do you have? I have you? two, a girl and a boy. Um, so my sister. What's her she, name? She's Sadie. Her name is Sadie, and she is three years old. My brother, his name is Aiden, and he is seven years old. And today, the podcast is about who? Aiden. It's definitely going to be about Aiden, and we mm-hmm. love Aiden so much. So, you know, if I do the mathematics, um, mm-hmm. you're the oldest, right? Uh, definitely. Good thing or bad thing? And both. What is the bad thing about being the The oldest? The bad thing, you have to be like a role model to the younger siblings. And you don't have to be perfect, but you have to be a really good role model. But, and also my little sister, Sadie, she has the most patience and attention because she's like, my parents learned from uh, me and Aiden. So Sadie gets all the patience and everything. (laughs) And do you get blamed for a lot of stuff in the house? Yeah. So, for example, my sister drops her milk on one side of the house. I'm on, I'm on the other side trying to get ready for school. And she's like, Mommy, Mina spilled my milk. So you're saying even if you're not around, you get blamed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a form of love, you know. But um, what are some of the good parts of being the, uh, about being the oldest? Some of the good parts is I get to go out to dinners and have a steak dinner sometimes. Wait, wait, wait. Does your dad take you to steak dinners? Yes. And what my steak mom, do you like? Do you remember? I like an eight-ounce filet mignon. <laughs> my, mo- my mom hates steak, though. She's a pescatarian. That's why she doesn't take me. 
Yes, she she loves fish. And and how do you like your filet mignon cooked? I liked it cooked medium rare. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a good role model anymore, but anyways, um, no, I think that you're right. You know, the be- the good part about being the oldest is that you can do things first. You know, you know, many of my friends have brothers and sisters. They're the first to drive, first to do a lot of cool things. But you're right. You know, I think that there's a lot of stress because I'm always like, Mina. You know, Sadie's looking up to you. You know what I mean? Aiden's looking up to you. You have to do this. And there is a lot of stress with it. So let's talk about autism, okay? Um, when did you first kind of understand your brother was, you know, a little bit different? That maybe he he does have autism or he does have this word autism? Well, I first noticed when I was like, when he, I was, not when he first got it, more like later on, because I noticed when he started jumping around and making these weird noises. So, but at first I thought it was a disease, like COVID nineteen that he got. Oh, like if I okay. come too close or hug him, that he'll I'll catch it. And you know, was it actually as you grew older when you understood that it's not contagious? There's nothing wrong with them. Did that help out? with you inside mentally understanding about the what autism is yes it did because like at first i'm like oh it's a disease i better not get close and but then later on i'm like oh it's not going away so it must be something he was born with and it just makes him different but in a good way no definitely in a good way and you know and it's hard making you go back when you're super young but i remember that growing up you know, Aiden would love to be on his part of the room and play with his blocks. You remember he used to put things <laughs> yeah, he used to, like, in stack order them. and stack them. Mm-hmm. And I remember like you always wanted to like play with him, but did he like it when you mm-hmm. take things out of order? <laughs> no, not, <laughs> one, not one bit. He would try and like take it back or put like put it back. Or he just didn't like it. But let's go back to memories. What's your favorite moment with Aiden that you could remember? You know, I'll, I'll throw mine in there, but what do you, what do you remember? My favorite moment is when, well, when we were really young, we went to Hawaii and there's a safe in the, in the hotel room and Aiden and I were playing with it, trying to push the buttons. I could tell my mom and dad didn't want us to do that, but they were happy that we were having fun and bonding together. And it, was it just having that interaction that, hey, I have a brother and he wants to play with me, mm-hmm. you know? It was so fun. We could bond and, like, have fun over the thing we both like, even if it's annoying to our parents. Do you kind of remember when we went to SeaWorld? Yes. There's this glass tank, like, glass floor on the bottom. Well, I think the glass bottom boats when we went to Catalina Island. Mm-hmm. And I and then, funny you should bring that up. That was when we've had the first picture of all of us together because Aiden was smiling. Yeah, he loved the fish singing. He did. But when we went to SeaWorld, I remember like it was like sitting down, waiting for dolphins to flip and <laughs> sitting down for long periods of time. It's not Aiden. That's not his thing. <laughs> and uh, But we went to a little jumpy place. I think it was called Sesame Street Place. And you too. We loved it. Oh, my God. You couldn't stop jumping and you were hugging and it just made us feel like a family, you know? Uh, what is the um, the hardest part about having an Aiden? The hardest part of having an Aiden is that, like, it's hard for him to communicate. So when he wants something, it's kind of hard to communicate. And it, 
makes me kind of sad because I can't imagine not having something that I need but can't tell someone who can actually give it to me. But he has this app on his iPad called Lamp, and he uses it to communicate. Like, there's buttons, and I learned from it by watching him, like, use it, or there's Word Finder on it. I can also use that if he's not good. So let me get this straight. To c- communicate with your brother, you took time Out to... Out of my school schedule. To learn a program on his... iPad. Yes, I did. Does it, and it works? It works. So beyond the technology, I'm really impressed with that. Um, can you translate just some of the things that he says sometimes? Yeah. Like just even if there was no iPad? Even if there's no iPad, sometimes it can translate. Like in the morning, sometimes he's like, Nutella? And, <laughs> and dad's like, what did he say? I'm like, dad, it's Nutella. No, and do you feel <laughs> now that you found ways to kind of figure out what he's talking about, is it easier to bond with him? It's easier. You feel that that made it a lot closer? Mm-hmm. It made us a lot So would it be wrong by saying that to other siblings out there that focus on communication? I mean, communication is a big part, but yeah. some people with autism or special needs aren't like Aiden. They, they can communicate, but they have different problems. It's a spectrum, right? And everyone's different. Everyone has their strong points, their weak points. So I think what you're saying is, that for Aiden, the, one of the most important things was developing communication, right? Mm-hmm. Good job. Um, what else is like a, a, a hard part of having Aiden, you know, and having a brother with autism? Do you feel you have to protect him all the time? Yes, I do. But it's like, for example, since he has a hard time communicating, people might not understand him. So they might take him for advantage and say, bully him. Oh, I mean, that's a great topic in itself. And I hate bullying. Bullying should not happen anywhere. But even when I was growing up, there were bullies in my school, and I'm sure there are in your school. Um, why did, what made you bring that up when we're talking about Aiden and autism? It's because, as I said, some people like Aiden can't really communicate as well as we do. So people don't understand. They take it him for advantage. Do you feel it's easy to get frustrated with Aiden? Yeah, I guess. Easy. Okay. And I think that's why it worries us and you sometimes that people may take advantage of them because it's easy to be frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. So I heard of a story about something about an earthquake drill and mm-hmm. you being, you know, a protective mother mm-hmm. hen. Well, what, what was going on? So earthquake drills, they, the one in our school has a lot of directions to follow, which that's not Aiden. <laughs> no, Aiden is not <laughs> one to follow many directions. Uh-huh. And so there's these groups. And so it's hard for me because I couldn't really help him at the moment. And I felt I really wanted to help him, like, comfort him. But I couldn't. So I had to, like, trust his teachers. So how would you comfort him? I would usually comfort him, like, saying, it's okay, me miss you. I love you. I would give him a hug. Yeah. You know, speaking about comfort and fun things with Aiden, when we talk about, you know, communicating, um, does Aiden show love? Aiden shows love. But he doesn't say, I love you or... He doesn't give us kisses. Maybe he hugs, kind of. But so how does he? How does he show he shows, love to you? He shows love to us by when we're in the bedroom. We're like trying to go. When I go to bed, and he wakes up. Who knows what time? Before I'm up, and he comes to my bed, 
I just did them the covers neatly. I tucked them in. I made them nice. I folded them. And then he comes and vexed it all. And he throw, he takes the pillowcases off the pillows, throws them on the floor, and he tugs the covers. And, and, and that's his way of showing love? That's his way. So when did you start realizing that, hey, I'm probably not going to get a thank you, Mina. I appreciate it. You know, and just get maybe... A pillowcase thrown at you as love. <laughs> when did you start realizing I that? I started realizing that when he never, I started, he never said thank you or you're welcome or something. Like, Do you want that? Not anymore. I just want him to be him. Eden to be Eden. So that's what I realized. And so, so does it make you happy when you just know he's doing his jumping in place with a smile on his face? Yes. If he has a <laughs> smile on his face, I'm happy. No, I think that's amazing. Um, let's talk about friends. You know what I mean? Um, I know it's, you know, it's the holiday time. There's, you know, birthday parties and Christmas parties and all these parties and there's <laughs> kids. Um, do your friends ever ask about your brother having autism or sometimes, asking why he does his little jumps? And Yeah. Sometimes they ask like, why does he jump do this? Why can't he communicate? Why can't he come to this party? And I, I would just say, well, because he's Aiden. Aiden is Aiden, and that's the way he is. And I love him for that. Do you ever try to explain that he has autism? or Sometimes. And how does that go? I know they really don't understand. but And they're not bad people for not understanding. No, but you know? they just don't grow up with someone like Aiden in the house. I know it's not their fault they don't understand, but yeah. Do you prefer that they ask you, or do you prefer they just don't ask you? It doesn't really matter to me. I don't really think about that. And if they ask questions, do you think that your friends may think autism is con- contagious like you did when they when you were younger? Or I don't know. Probably not. Maybe, though. Mm-hmm. But, but have you gotten used to it that Aiden is always going to be just, not always, but he's mm-hmm. going to do just things that yeah. just may not be not what you be expect? Like, He'll surprise you sometimes. Yeah. But I know he's going to get better. That's I know. That's what I know. Have you seen him getting better? I've seen him getting better. Then, if I look back and look at him now, he's definitely gotten so much better. I feel the same way, you know. So, you know, talking about friends and you know my listeners, if they have kids your age, uh, what advice would you give those kids if they have yeah, with autism or special needs? You should be the host, man. You you know all the questions. <laughs> all right, what would you say? I would say that. My advice is you if you feel like sad or mad or stressed, you should talk about it with your parents and they can help you. You need you should express your feelings and not bother them up. Or if you have a question, you sh- if you have like a question about why is he doing this or why is she doing that, then you should ask your parents. Now, you could put me on the spot, Mina. Is it easy to talk about this with your parents? No. Not it's not all. easy, right? I think it's a two-way street. I'm going to tell you that I needed to learn how to communicate with you about mm-hmm. things. But now that we're talking about it more, is it's become easier to be Aiden's sister? Yes, in a way. And is it easier to learn techniques to be patient and, you like, know, communicate? It's been definitely easier. So I would say the take-home message is if for anyone listening who has, you know, uh, a brother or sister with autism is number one, communicate, talk to your mom and dad. And you said something about don't keep your feelings bottled up, right? 
Did you feel you were doing that? And, and it's okay. Point, I mean, I'm, I, I love hearing this. In one point, I did. But then, you know, as I grew up, I understood it's, it's not really good for your mental health or something. So you should tell your parents and they can help you. Can you imagine life without Aiden? No, not one bit. I mean, if on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the most, how much you love Aiden? I love Aiden 100. I know you do. Were you scared coming on here today? Eh, kind of. What, what made you come up with this idea anyways? You know what I mean? It, you're, you're nine years old. You're nine years old. You shouldn't be asking your dad, can I do a podcast <laughs> about talking about autism? What made you want to do this? I wanted to spread the word like, like people with special needs or autism, people have a brother, like different or a sister. That doesn't mean they're bad. And you, I just want to give them advice, like in how to get better, like at helping them, being their sibling. You're amazing. So here, here's going to be the hardest question of them all. Are you ready? What? All right. So what? What do you love the best about your dad? I'd say he's always kind and wants to help out. Are you sure it's not his uh, jump shot in basketball? Because I didn't teach you that. It is nice, but it's not my favorite part. (laughs) No, I'm glad you like the different parts of me. And with that being said, Mina, thank you for being on the Dr. Raj podcast today. Did you have a good time? I did. Was this as hard as you think it would be? No. All right. You're a pro. Anyways, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and you know, it's not scripted and it is hard for, you know, a nine-year-old to come in here and to talk about feelings and talking about autism. And I just hope someone learn everyone learns one little thing about, you know, autism. And we love Aiden so much. He is our pride and joy, just like our whole family. And uh, I wish everyone, because this podcast is coming out in the holidays and stay tuned for the next episode of the Dr. Raj podcast. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Ars Longa Media. Our producers are Madison Linden and Chris Brightigan. Our executive producer is Dr. Patrick Beeman. This podcast is for educational purposes only and not intended for medical advice. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis.